of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Shall we pray? Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we thank you because you are ever, ever faithful. The songwriter says, faithful is your name, faithful is who you are. The scripture says that your faithfulness reaches to the heavens. So this morning we are here to benefit from your faithfulness one more time. Father, bless your word out of my mouth today. Quicken the words that will come out of my mouth. Let it meet the needs in the lives of your people. Let us at the end of this be able to lift up our hands again to shout hallelujah. Indeed, all the glory belongs to you. We give you all praises in Jesus' name. Amen. For my scripture today, I want us to turn to the book of Exodus chapter 14. We read verse 15. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Hallelujah. Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Can I paraphrase that statement? Moses, enough of the crying. It's time to go forward. Did you get that? Moses, I can see the trouble. I can see the turmoil, I can see the agitations, I can see the fear, and I have been hearing you talking and talking to them and calling and crying to me. But Moses, don't you think it's time to go forward? So and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. I'm here to tell somebody today, it's time to go forward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Quickly. Just within the context of this, hallelujah, more so in a time like this, after all that we have gone through in the course of the year, the COVID-19 pandemic, coupled with the normal problems that individuals have experienced, more than anything, the year has been very interesting. And so if you are used to crying, tendency is to want to continue to cry. If you're used to complaining, tendency is to want to continue to complain. If you're easily discouraged, I think by now, you should be very, very discouraged. I'm just saying, naturally, this is where we have found ourselves. But look at what God is saying to Moses. God's perspective is always different. And that's not to say that God is not sympathetic with your situation or with mine. But God has a better way of dealing with matter. And that's why I would say, look, why do you stand there just crying to me? Tell them, go forward. Hallelujah. Amen. And so suffice then to say that go forward here is a command. Glory be to God in the highest. And I'll explain why it is a command in the course of this exhortation. He told Moses to tell them to go forward. What was this scenario? They were born as slaves. They were born into slavery. So up until now, they didn't know any other life than the life of slaves. They were used to being controlled, beaten, tortured, no rights at all in life. They were owned like your own pets. That was what they were used to. Until God, through the hand of Moses, in the fulfillment of his covenant with their forefather, Abraham, moved to bring them out of slavery. You know the rest of the story. The whole of the book of Exodus tells us the story. And the Bible says that with his strong arm, he brought them out. Remember all the 10 plagues in Egypt? 10 signs, 10 wonders. Things that had never happened before on earth. 
God manifested his awesome power. And finally, they were let go. I remember the straw that broke the camel's back when he told Moses to tell them to offer a lamb per house and where a house was not strong enough financially, team up with the other house so that everybody will have and that everyone who is a covenant child of God that will put the blood on the lintels of their houses will be speared because that night he will send out the angel of death. And of course, they did. And we heard that some people who were not even of the covenant group, some Egyptians did the same. And so what happened? When the angel of death came, the Bible says they passed over every house that had the blood covering. And so every firstborn in every household in Egypt, including that of Pharaoh, were bereaved. They had their firstborn slaughtered. And that was too much for them to take. And at that, Pharaoh had to let go. And so they were released. I mean, God did wonders. I believe in the name of Jesus that no matter how tough your situation may be, and you are putting your trust in God to see you through, he will surprise you in the name of Jesus. God will break through for you. The Bible says no one that puts their trust in him shall be put to shame. It says they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I see God coming through for you in the name of Jesus. He came through for them. Given that, yeah, it was prophecy fulfilled, but that prophecy was not particularly made to them, although it was concerning them. So for them, it was God's sudden intervention. And God moved for them. Now, look at verse 14. The Bible says, Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they turn and camp behind Pillar Harriot, between Megdol and the sea, opposite Barzephon. Say, You shall camp before it by the sea. Say, For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden, God said, he will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them. And I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. The rest of the story, you can just go read. Beautiful story. You can never be bored in the Bible. After this session, just go back and pick your Bible, just read the whole of Exodus. You'll be thrilled. And apart from being thrilled, you'll be inspired. Apart from being inspired, you'll be motivated to move forward in the name of Jesus. That's it. It's time to go forward. Now, why did I read this place? God planned it before time. He told Moses to tell them the route to take. In chapter 13, verse 17, hear this. Then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines. It was a deliberate thing. Although that was there, for God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So you can see that having left Egypt, God ordered their steps. He told Moses, look, don't go this route, which is the obviously shorter route. He said, because they will have to go past the region of the Philistines and there will be war. I don't want them just coming out to confront a war. Why don't you go the other route, which was longer? So they went the other route. And then chapter 14 now told them exactly where to camp. And why? He said, because when I get them there, Pharaoh will be told how far they've gone and where they are camping. And Pharaoh will now be tempted to go after them, to wipe them out. 
Why? Because Pharaoh had used this same place to destroy most of his enemies. And here what God said, he said, then I will harden the heart of Pharaoh. Let me explain what that means. After all the ten plagues and the ten tortures that you've seen and your land had gone through, and finally you let them go, he will still rise up to go and try to bring them back. He said, I will harden his heart to still go after them. And he did. And he went after them. That's on the side of God. Now, the children of Israel didn't know this much about God's plan. All they knew was that they were set free and they were on their way to a promised land flowing with milk and honey. And remember, for the first time in their lives, they had money, which they never had before. They had liberty, which they never had before. They had freedom, which they never had before. They were singing. They had never sung like this before. They were not singing songs in sorrow looking for deliverance. They were singing songs of joy and thanksgiving to God who had set them free from the youngest to the oldest. Then suddenly they found themselves camping there. They had the, the news of Pharaoh coming. They were stricken with fear. They were scared to death. This not was, we thought we had beaten Pharaoh forever. Here he is again. And this time around, with vengeance and with so much anger and hatred, we're in trouble. They seem to be saying. In fact, they said more than that. Hear what they said to Moses. Didn't we tell you before, Moses, that you shouldn't venture into this? Are there no graves in Egypt that you have brought us now to be killed and buried like animals in the desert? Those were the kind of words they were speaking and they were uttering out of their lips. As far as their mindset was concerned, they would rather be in Egypt. And for most of them, they had gone back to Egypt. If we are in Egypt, this trouble will not come. And so you can imagine the troubles of a leader, Moses. And for Moses, God, you told me, you sent me, you promised me. And I have seen you move in your power. To the extent that we have come this far, it was by your grace and demonstration of your power. This looks interesting. And Moses was like, sir, we need you. Sir, please, your mercy. The children of Israel would not even let him be able to focus on these prayers. They were scared. Fear truly has torment. It was at this point God looked at Moses. He said, why are you crying to me? Tell them. Go forward. Why would God say, why are you crying to me? Because God said to Moses, go this route. I don't want them to see what early. God said to Moses, hey, let them come here. And I will harden the heart of Pharaoh. So Moses was aware of what God was doing. But I guess he didn't know how they will walk past the water. He didn't know the miracle God would do to get them out of the charging Egyptian army and the water that was sealing them in. But he knew that God planned something. And that is why God said, why are you crying to me? Give an instruction. Say a word. Moses, you know my heart. Say a word. Perhaps had Moses said, now face Pharaoh, probably they would have been able to face Pharaoh and destroyed him. I don't know. But I believe that the number one mindset of God is go forward. If going forward would mean, you just continue going. Let me finish them. Fine. If going forward would mean, will you just pause a moment and decisively determine the destiny of your enemies? Then continue. It could be that. But Moses wasn't thinking of the how. So he was still talking to God. But the beautiful thing is this. God said, why are you crying to me? Tell them. Go forward. And that's what I'm saying. I'm here today to tell you that enough of the crying. Can I please stand in the place of the greater Moses today? He said, what do you mean greater Moses? Jesus Christ, son of the living God, who today we represent here, the Bible says we are his body here on earth. And whatever we declare without a doubt 
shall come to pass. He himself says, if you ask the Father anything in my name, I will do it. Remember, he says, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, you don't have a doubt yet, but you believe that what you say, you will have what you say. So Moses stood there and told the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Wow. Two instructions. Tell them to go forward, but lift up your rod. Stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. So he said, go forward. But the amazing thing is this. With that kind of concept coming from God, you would have thought that those who were shivering before, we said, go where? They moved forward immediately. So had Moses spoken earlier, they would have moved earlier. Glory be to God in the highest. Don't you think it's time for you to start speaking? What has God said? Or what do you know of God's plan for your life in the Bible? You may not know how to appropriate this promise, but the promise is definite. Why don't you see yourself in the light of the fulfillment straight away? And let your words begin to align with what God has said. Go forward. The amazing thing, from the youngest to the oldest, from the strongest to the feeblest, they started moving forward. But at that time, to Moses stretched his rod, and the water began to flee. The Bible says the water of the Red Sea saw the covenant of God and they fled. Hallelujah. They saw God in the midst of his people and they fled. And the Bible said they walked through on a dry ground. What's God counsel for your situation today? What's God counsel for this pandemic that we are in? We've been locked down for a long time. Thank God for the government that is saying we should begin to unlock gradually. The truth is this. Life has to go on. And so I'm saying in the name of Jesus, go forward. Now, yours may be nothing like COVID. Probably it's a personal problem that has paralyzed you totally. That has totally beclouded your future. I declare to you in the name of Jesus, go forward. Hallelujah. Have you forgot what he said? He said, I know the thought I'm thinking towards you. No matter how deep down you've gone, no matter how totally broken or destroyed you may think your situation is, say, but I'm not thinking evil towards you. I'm thinking good. To give you a hope and a future, you still have a future. In spite of all my losses, your losses are nothing compared with the gains of your future. So go forward. In the name of Jesus, go forward. We have such a loving Father. Bible says we don't have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. That in every manner that we have been tested, he has been tested. And he never committed a sin. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, there's something about God. It is never in his character to start a thing and abandon it. Isaiah 66, chapter 9, it says, Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord, shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb? Says the Lord. Two things you can pick from there. I will I bring the pregnant woman, cause conception, give the strength, sustain it to the time of delivery. Will I bring you that way and not make it happen? Says no. If I brought you thus far, I will finish it. You talk of going forward, and the more reason why you must go forward. Behind your victory. Is the one who has never failed and who cannot fail. The one who has a great plan for you, like we saw he was discussing with Moses concerning them, but he didn't know. They walked through. I know the amazing thing, it was on the other side that he began to sing. I ruled that the moment he said, go forward, the song began. And really, so what's the implication of going forward as we have seen it here? One, like we said, what he started, he will do. 
the hindrances, the encumbrances that you see today right before you are not strong enough to stop you. You are excelling in the name of Jesus. Number two, whatever is the reason for the hindrance, whatever is the force behind it, whatever is the spirit behind it, will be truncated here, now, in the name of Jesus. So, you are assured of finishing well. And number two, you are assured of never experiencing this kind of problem again in your life. When he shed his blood, he truncated the activity of the devil. He guaranteed my success. The blood of the lamb signified that. The end of slavery for them. The beginning of their liberty forever. And that's why whatever your situation here today, if you're a child of God, understand very well. He says, be of good cheer, little children, for I have overcome the world. He says, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You will come through in the name of Jesus. You will overcome in the name of Jesus. The blood he shed on Calvary was not in vain. One songwriter says, It reaches to the highest mountains and it flows through the lowest valleys. Oh, the blood that Jesus shed from day to day it will never lose. Its power is still effective today. It truncates the years of slavery and releases the year of jubilee. So I'm saying to you now, go forward. Thank God for all the years of waiting. God appreciates it. God still enjoys your prayers. Where God expects you now to trust him enough to begin to take the first step forward in the name of Jesus. You see, when it comes to faith, that's what we call the corresponding action. Thank God for the life of Kenneth Hagin. Papa Hagin says, for every faith move, there's a corresponding action. If I say, by his stripes I am healed, you must be willing to do what you are not able to do. It's in your attempting to do that. The fire of God will click with you and you'll move. Remember, the lame man at the beautiful gate, Peter and John said, look on us. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He was just looking at them. They reached out their hand and they pulled him up. What if he had fallen back? which naturally that's what we we'll think. But no, people say that his limbs receive strength. And that's how we live our faith. You can start to do it today. You say, Pastor, I'm not able to do it. No, you start. Start with the little things and develop the Moses of your faith in the name of Jesus. So let me say it again. It's time to go forward. I don't know what COVID has stolen from you. I don't know what COVID has paralyzed in your life. I don't know what the devil has destroyed vis-a-vis -vis your plan for the future. But I'm here to tell you that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your time of recovery has started. So go forward. Hallelujah. Before I go, I would like to pray for everybody who is ill in the body. The truth is this. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And it says, this sign shall follow them that believe in my name, that's in Jesus' name, they will cast out devils said they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Glory be to God in the highest. said they will speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. So right now, I may not be able to touch you, but the Bible says he sent his word and healed the sick. So I declare in the name of Jesus, be healed. Because by his stripes, you have been healed. 
I rebuke every spirit of infirmity in your life in Jesus' name. Even the seeming hopeless cases, I said the blood of Jesus destroys your power. So in the name of Jesus, be healed. Please write me. I would like to share your joy, even as you begin to rise and get healed. In Jesus' name. I speak the peace of God over your mind, your soul, your home, your marriage, your children. In every of your dealings, I speak peace in the name of Jesus. I release the progress and the favor of God over your life in the name of Jesus. I say keep on prospering in Jesus' name. The joy of the Lord remains your strength. Until next Thursday when I come again your way, remember, go forward in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.